Welcome back to the renewal session. I'm your host, Mary Ann Griffith, Christian therapist, teacher, speaker, podcaster, and I'm here today with my co-host and lovely daughter, Katie. Hi, everybody. How are you? Um, I'm great. I love that you say I'm here today, like as if it's not every day. Like, we do this all the time. I know. I have actually, this is, we are recording this on a Wednesday. Yep. And I have seen you every day. Every single day of the week. Every you single have day. Seen me this week, yeah. And this, this podcast is normally touching on a particular mental health issue, but today we were actually going to talk about. New Year, New Us. Yeah. Well, just and like how do you everybody, feel like about everybody. that? And some of the, some of the things that people do. Um, when they make New Year's resolutions and yeah. maybe even our gripes about the shoulds behind New Year's resolutions. Right. Um, but one of the New Year's resolutions that we made, right, Yeah. was that we g- were going to spend less time together. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember agreeing to that. You don't? No, I don't remember agreeing to that. <laughs> But we're not doing good. Aren't you? Aren't you? We're sick not of doing me well. If that's the if that's the goal, we we are miserably failing. Yeah, yeah. I so think Monday I've night we every, watched Grey's Anatomy. I was here for four hours. Last okay. night I was with you for four hours. Okay, listen, people. Tonight I'll probably I tell be you with something you four about hours. my daughter here. Okay, this is usually how this goes. Now this particular week, my husband happens to be out of town, so um, holla to him. Holla. But. Um, you know, this this could be indicative of any week. I'll call and I'll be like, hey, Kate, what are you doing? And you say? I'm, I'll say I'll do, I'm doing nothing. Okay, you want to come over and watch blank? Sure, I'll be there in five minutes. Okay. Do you want me to bring my dog? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Okay. And then Mimi runs in. She sees you first. And then she jumps on me. And then you give her cheese. And then we settle in for the evening. And then everybody's happy and nobody moves until 8.30. 8.30, people. 8.30 on the dot. Katie literally <laughs> has some bizarre reaction. It's, I hit a wall at eight thirty. I could not. I could be sitting there having not moved for two hours, and all of a sudden the stru- the clock strikes eight thirty, and I am very aware that I should be in bed. And it's literally like clockwork. But now it's to the point where her dog has the same reaction, and her dog is a cocker, uh, chocolate cocker spaniel, right? Who has a whole lot of indifference and attitude all at the same time. Yeah, she's kind of a opinionated little girl. Yeah. Yeah. But she she will herd people. She'll shepherd them to bed. Even though she's not that She'll kind of She'll bark at you and stare at you and growl. Until she... And then you're like, okay, process of elimination. She doesn't have to go potty. She ate her dinner. She has her, her stick that she chews on. Oh, it's time for bed. And she literally will walk me over to the door and, like, make me... Like, ready to leave. And if I in any way impede that process, she will come over and directly bark at me to right inform in your me. <laughs> to inform me that I need to go away. Yeah. That she is on mission. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. got a prerogative. So, so we have a very tight window each evening when we get together. I wouldn't say that tight. Three and a half hours. That's not tight. I usually get here around five. Gosh. It That's doesn't. not tight. This doesn't feel like enough. Doesn't well. feel like enough. Okay, so we didn't really make that resolution, but we did hang out on Monday night because we've uh, taken on Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Um, the attempt for that 19 million seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I'm nervous. 
That's yeah. a that's I'm a actually mountain. doing pretty good. That's a mountain. I'm pretty good. Cause but yeah, I, no, I have a, I, I feel like that. Do you have a New Year's resolution? I have several, actually. Oh, you do? Tell me. So I. Um, and are any of them broken down by category? Because, you know. Of course they are. There is lots and lots of. Uh, you know, recommendations about how to construct a new year's resolution. So this is going to probably just sound like I'm vomiting all that back up to you because I followed all of those instructions. Like, did you look them up? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I looked up like advice on how to set good. Did you really? Yeah, I did actually. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Google it or Pinterest it? No, I Googled it. So I have a, um, so what I saw was that the reason that people don't accomplish their New Year's goals is because they're not smart goals, which means they're they're I hate smart goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Yeah, I they're so that is so stressful. I, people, yeah, but you're not you wired that way. You're not wired t- that way. Yeah, over time you will learn that I I am so crippled by the acronym. That that is not true. I, you love an acronym. What are you saying? You love an acronym. What acronym do I love? Well, maybe not acronyms, but you like love little like mental yeah. health yeah, reminder pithy things. statements. Yeah, yeah, little pithy statements. You don't like an acronym? What they no, ever do like, to you? Okay, listen. What they, what they ever I grew do up to in you? the church. Okay, people, I grew up in the church, and here's one thing that that I heard, I was always trying to figure out what's the proper way to pray. Well, or like memorize Bible verses. You guys did that a lot too. Right. And so there was this acronym, ACT. ACTS? ACTS, I think. ACTS. I think it was Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. Which like if you're six years old and somebody's teaching you that, they're setting you up for failure. What the heck is supplication to a six-year-old? Katie? What is that? Just out of curiosity, what is supplication to I'm a 27 27? years old and I couldn't tell you. <laughs> what is that? Supplements? Your biblical vitamins? Yes, Katie. Vitamin A. Vitamin B. B. Yeah. So I would get so tripped up because I I was so stressed about getting the acronym, All the letters in. All the letters in. But at the same time, trying to look like very connected to God. Not look, but be very connected to God. Be mm-hmm. very authentic. But it felt so rote to me. Yeah. So when acronyms show up, I have this like immediate reaction of being pinned in yeah. by the acronym. And I'm like, I can't, I yeah. can't, but you can. So go. Okay. Oh my gosh. You have like a freaking word document. Yes, I do. I just pulled it up so I could read off what I'm doing here. So, oh, <clears throat> okay. Is it broken down by S M A R T? No. So oh. what I did was what, one of the things I saw was that the reason that people have a hard time accomplishing their new year's resolutions is because they don't give themselves deadlines. And I'm a person that works really well on a deadline. And I think that it um, makes it less intimidating. And so I broke my year into quarters. So I have three month chunks and within each three month chunk, I have broken down things I would like to accomplish within that three month chunk. Okay. Well, what makes that not a to-do list? Well, that's, I mean, what's the difference between a resolution and a to-do list? A resolution is an idea. I don't accomplish ideas. I accomplish goals. Interesting. Do you know what I, I'm just going to tell you really quick because mine doesn't come with a document. That's fine. Do you know what mine was? What? (laughs) Gonna, is it to read more books? Because you're going to show me up. Okay. First off, wait. How many? Is, how many? What, what's your goal for books that you're going to read this year? 
You have one. Didn't we talk about it? Yes. What is it? 50. Mine is 10. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want you to know. It's not a value. I only have 45 left. That's insane, mom. Yeah, I know. We're only Uh, in like week what? Two? Three? uh, Whatever today's date is. Something. It's way later in the month than I think it is. I think it's like the 24th. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. No, I'm five down. Jeez. I've down. So, but, but go ahead with yours. Okay. Mine was a conceptual resolution. Okay. Right. It is really to learn how to balance my being and my doing of life. I grew up a doer. Mm-hmm. Everything was a to-do list. I love buying the new planner at the beginning of the year. I love buying the new notepad at the beginning of the year. I like the pens. I like the whole idea of sitting down with fresh materials in front of me, constructing a new me that's achievable, right? Are you literally saying this? Because I'm literally going to just sit here and say, all of that that you're talking about not doing anymore, I did it, and it feels great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I've been doing that for a really, really long time. I don't feel like you've had a planner in ages. No, I d- it's on my phone, Katie. Right. Well, okay. you used to carry one. Yes. And it was heavy. I loved my planner. You were serious I, I fought buying a planner this year. I'm not going to lie. Really? I really fought it. I printed off um, blank calendar pages. That's how. Why are you fighting it? Well, okay, because because I, I want to experience peacefulness that comes from passive doing opposed to should do. And I have lived my whole life under the, you know, umbrella of I should be doing. Mm. Right? And so to give an example of that, One of the things that I worked out with my therapist for a little bit was the fact that, like, if Papa comes home and I'm laying on the couch, I immediately feel I should be doing X, Y, Z, whatever that X, Y, Z is. I should be rising to greet him and hug him and kiss him and say, blessed are you that have arrived at my home. (laughs) Right. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I should be making him dinner. I should be looking productive. I should probably, I don't know, get some work done. Right. Right. So when I lay flat on my back, my brain is still firing with overthinking of this is lazy. This is unproductive. Right. This isn't healthy. Okay. So my resolution is to learn to be still and quiet my mind and find the balance between being able to be fully present and relaxed and just kind of be. Yeah. And still do. So my therapist said the craziest thing to me the other day. Oh, I can't wait. I said, I am so bored. I'm going to lose my mind. I've been practicing this not doing thing for long enough. Now I'm going to die. That's <laughs> right. what I felt like, right? Right. And this is what she said to me. I go, I got to just do something. I got to do something, you know? And she's like, okay, Marianne, you go to work every single day. You read 50 books a year. You have an immaculate house. You hang out with your kids. What is it you're not doing? Right. And I was like, 
I don't know. Like, I just am bored. Yeah. And I go, but I don't, I just don't feel like, you know, like signing up for a course to take or, you know, like yeah. being a part of whatever's. And she said this, you know, you can be a passive learner, right? What does that mean? Precisely. What does that mean? Just a person who learns? Yeah, just like that's like all what you do when that, you watch YouTube. Right. Well, that, but also all those people that um, took my adult pottery class with me at Wabanzi. No, that's real learning. No, it was um, it, it was considered a community education class, so you it was non credit, and so you just get to go in and play and learn and like you know, there was no like academic thing attached to it it was just like they were opening the studio and these people wanted to learn pottery just on the side right yeah so her idea is for me that i would passively experience things so there's no rule attached to it there's no rhythm attached to it it's just as the mood strikes you you do it (laughs) is that crazy that's crazy to me yeah because i have lived married and deeply in love with my to-do lists and my planners my entire life almost thought i was gonna get divorced when your father lost me my planner oh yeah that was a big deal that was like a whole thing he had to go through a dumpster it was a thing but whatever people i've i've improved so i'll give you an example of how i'm achieving this resolution and i will tell you i have not failed on this okay and I think there has it has something to do with the looseness of it. Yeah. So last night, I was like, we got home. Katie and I again spent the evening together. We went to go see Mean Girls the Musical, which was awesome. So good. Loved it. Loved it. And oh my gosh, there was clearly someone there who could not find a babysitter for their children. There and brought little, them. There was, and there was this little boy. Go oh my ahead. gosh. There was this little boy that was running up and down the aisle that him and his parents were sitting in. Which was the top they aisle. Were th- yeah, they weren't bothering fine. anybody. The yeah. music was loud enough. Like, you really couldn't hear him that much. But then it got quiet in the movie. And he goes over to his mom. And he looks at his mom and he goes, Mom, I'm going to shut the heck up. <laughs> and then proceeds to put the popcorn bucket on his head. And run up and down the aisle some more. It was so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, we had gone out and done this. I came home. Your father's gone on a trip. And I didn't have anything to do. The laundry's right. done. The house is clean. There, I've, I don't want to watch. no to-do list. No to-do. So you know what I did? What did you do? I did something very relaxed. I went and I threw some Epsom salts in a bathtub and I took a bath. And I watched a little bit of Grey's Anatomy because I had like 10 minutes left in an episode and everything. And then I did tapping, yeah, which is fabulous. If none of you know about tapping, you should look into that. It's EFT, but it's tapping. And the tapping solution is an app that you can download on your phone. And it's a wonderful vehicle for mindfulness and um, energy and all of that. But I did some tapping before I went to bed. And I went to sleep at like 930 what a beautiful night. And I achieved my non-resolution resolution. Yeah. It was wonderful. I love that. And today I'll probably do the exact same thing again. Great. Yeah. Okay. So now back to you. That's me. Now you get the time to tell okay, me so your, I am still your in my, Word document. Read it to the I'm still audience. in my list and to-do list season. Nothing um, wrong. No shame. 
And I think for me, the SMART goal actually um, gives me the accountability that I need in order to actually accomplish things um, because the deadline, I I think that I'm also in a season where I want to um, reinvent quickly or like, or um, like I have a, I want to have a rapid growth period, if that makes sense. I feel like I haven't really been growing over the past year. I've been um, occupied with other things. Hmm. And so I'm wanting to like really just kind of nurture myself and love but myself what's an and grow myself. Of like rapid self-growth. What so does that mean? I want to do like budget check-ins every month. I want to do a glass blowing class. I want to cook one new recipe a week. And by the end of the year, I'll have 52 recipes that I love or have identified that I will never make again. Like, you know, like there's things that I want to like accomplish within the next year. And so I broke it all down. But my, what I'm so excited about is that the year is broken down into quarters and within each quarter, there are three categories. So I have financial goals for each quarter. I have a self nurturing goal for each quarter. Cause my word for the year is nurture. And then my third category is career goals So in each of those categories, I've made it so that way, okay, at the end of the year, when I look back, what are the things I want to have accomplished or have worked towards? Tell me your categories again. Financial. Financial, self-nurturing, because my word of the year is nurture. And then my third goal is career. Is your word of the year really self-nurture? Yeah. Because you're not planning to nurture me. Right. Cracked, 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 cracked. So anyway, so I'm excited. I mean, I think it'll be good. I think, you know, even sitting here looking at where I'm at just in quarter one, I think, you know, I'm I'm really on my way. I've already booked my, so each for my self-nurturing goals, this is like really exciting because I am an artistic person and it's taken me years of my life to like get to the point of like starting to explore that. And now I get to choose how to express that. And so I'm wanting to learn four new mediums throughout the year. So one of the mediums that I'm going to do is glass blowing. And so I've already booked myself for a glass blowing class. And then I want to take in quarter two, I'm going to take a a cooking class at Sir Latab. And then uh, I'm also going to do some other stuff. (laughs) Oh, my pottery class. I was like, where's my pottery class on here? So like, I want to, I want to, kind of explore different art mediums and you know have it be like a well-rounded I think my my goal for the year my resolution for the year is I want to self-nurture and I want to pour into myself and learn and explore myself and so I kind of made goals and like to-do list items that I feel like would match my true self. So when you say I want to discover myself yeah, I want to learn about myself. Yeah, how is how are you achieving that? What are what do you expect is going to happen that's going to achieve that goal at a glass blowing class? I think it'll just solidify a part of my identity, whether you enjoy it or not. Right. I think that I, um, and I think this is true for everybody. When you allow yourself to explore parts of yourself that you don't outwardly show people. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really talk about being artistic at work. I talk about being a social worker, which in itself, when you work in the medical field is a very pragmatic, a very like black and white, um, intelligent, 
like academic setting, I'm not necessarily like my default is not academia. My default is not like high level intelligence conversations with really complex Latin words. That is not my jam. I mean, I can hang out there, but my true self wants to own a little bungalow that she handcrafted the entire thing and it's super personal. And I have, you know, like an attempt at a garden in the backyard that everybody laughs about because I'm not a gardener, but I wanted to be like, you know, I, I that like that kind of more like boho artistic side of me gets pushed to the side a lot, I think. And so I want to nurture her this year. I love that at 27 years old that you are identifying identities yeah. within you. Yeah. And figuring out individual ways to nurture those different identities. Right. It's like you're paying tribute to the multiplicity that makes you yeah. you. Oh, thanks. Which is not, I don't think that most people have a tendency to think of themselves as multiple. Well, like I'm both and, right? Yes. Because my, my other goal, so I, that's why I love the idea of having multiple categories for resolutions because... My financial goals are going to help get me to the place where I have my little bungalow that I handcraft. But my self-nurturing goals are going to be the thing that make me feel the most authentic of who I am. And then my career goals, like even though it's not necessarily my dream to sit and have really high-level, intelligent conversation all the time with big Latin words, I still am really proud of my career and I want to go as far as I can. So like I can do the artsy stuff and also still go and get my clinical license and be the highest level social worker I can be, you know, like I can do both those things and still live a simple and small and fun life. So where do you think that you learn the courage to say, I'm going to feed my soul? Um, I think I watched the damage that I created by not feeding my soul. I think I was traumatized by not pouring into myself enough that it's like a priority for me now. Yeah. Because yeah. I, there have been multiple points in my life where I have abandoned my true self for the sake of a goal that was set on someone else's values for me. Not mine. No, the church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there have been multiple unpack that. Later, there have been but. multiple occasions where I have been so highly in pursuit of a goal that was assigned to me that yes. I have abandoned my true self. And so I don't want to continue that pattern. And I think the only way to do it is to feign courage. <laughs> and I <laughs> even if I don't I, have it. I think one of the things I appreciate most about you is that you are transparent about your love of Jesus yeah. and the church um, while still being able to say, I really have had experienced burdens yeah. by, some of, by some of the cultural mandates that I've experienced right. there. Yeah. And, or and the expectations holding, of a woman. Like kind of holding the tension between... How do you love something so much and make it continue to be a part of your life and yet flourish in ways that are maybe specific 
to you and you alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that's well, I think something it ent- you're trying it, to figure out. It enters into a gray space, right? And so then it's like, I am a task person. I like a to-do do you- list. And so entering willingly into a gray space is not natural necessarily do for you me. hear the the that you are pursuing a similar thing that i am yep when you say that yeah kind of yeah that it is that i i'm doing it by doing less right to discover is there well, you had your season of more i mean you like yeah. you you went to seminary you wrestled like you had your season where you could have made a word doc of all the things that you needed to do in order to accomplish the emotional growth that you wanted. I I watched that season and was like awestruck by how much wrestling you did in order to solidify your identity. Yeah. And I think that that is inspiring as a daughter to watch your mom take on the take on culture just like culture at large not even a specific culture of like okay what of this do I want to keep in my life and let define me in the way that I live mm-hmm. and what do I actually believe in what are my values well and I think that the pursuit of doing nothing for me yeah. learning how to passively learn yeah is huge actually yeah. because to the point of what you're saying I've spent most of my life voraciously pursuing learning yeah right and really understanding and reflecting and deep thinking and all the things that probably exhausted everyone around me watching right not just not just what was happening for me but you watching it could be exhausting at times because I was you know, well, you would you pulling you would, and teasing things apart. Well, you're a verbal processor, and you can't verbal process alone. Yeah. So we learned a lot vicariously through you, but right. Yeah. And so, so part of my non-resolution resolution is is actually learning how to like just be. Mm-hmm. Really, just be. Yeah. Your father is excellent at just being. At just being. Yeah. And he will say to you that he can sit and do and have not a single thought in his brain. I don't I don't even know what that is. I literally we've said what was it we were sitting on, on Monday night and we were talking about Grey's Anatomy and you were like talking about that idea where he sits and has no thoughts in his brain. And he's like, Kate you said, Katie, do you ever sit and like what when you're just sitting, what are you thinking about? And I literally like I'm like, Oh, I look around the room and I notice things and then I think things By the about way, did the you things kick that my I notice cord out on you did, didn't No, you? I didn't. I forgot about the cord by the time I left. No, but that was the example. Was like I was like, oh, your cord's kind of sticking out from under your dresser. If I'm sitting, I would look at that, I would think about that, and then I would make a note to myself, I need to fix that when I get up. And now I'm disturbed that I didn't do it. And it's like up there needing to be done. Calling your name. It is. Calling yeah. your name. So I think, you know, I think also seasons of life have a way of recentering us. I mean, we're empty nesting. You and Papa. Yeah. Pa- uh, Papa is just recently taken some, pro- you know, some changes at work yeah. that keep him um, more more busy, I yeah. guess. And and my life has slowed down. And, and so then I'm over here every night. Trying to figure out how to fill the void to make as, your mother happy. Yeah. As, inter- <laughs> as entertainment. Yeah. But but I think it's a beautiful I, I, I love seeing the seasonal difference between us and totally. yet the same goal, which is knowing ourselves better. Yeah. 
so that we can live a full, well-rounded life and that we can hold and honor and respect who we are to our core, regardless of what's going on around us. I mean, I even notice, like, I sound different when I am not living out of my true self. I will say things differently. I will, like, and and I think that's, like, I I don't want to live with that dissonance in my life anymore like I want to Mm -hmm. be authentic and um cohesive like I want I want when people experience me for it to be consistent you know yes and I want it to be a well-rounded well-formed version of myself and in order to get there I have to do the work yes yeah yeah and it's interesting because I I want a similar experience but the direction of which I'm ach- working at it is, yeah. is different, yeah. right? And you like, have a really great bathtub. Like you said that, that you took a bath, and I was like, oh, I have like a apartment tub. So it's like your knees and your shoulders are out all the time. <laughs> You're just like miserable. Seriously? It's a terrible, it's a terrible experience. Your tub's not very deep. I've never no. even paid attention. No. Well, why would you? I don't know. I mean... I've gone to the bathroom in your bathroom. Right, I know. But who, like, draws back someone's shower curtain? True. I'm, nosy people do. I wouldn't put it past you, but... Oh! No, I didn't! No, you do. You're curious. You opened... <laughs> she, she, opened <laughs> my, she opened my closet in my bathroom, and she's like, well, you're well organized. Like, it was a surprise. <laughs> Dare we talk about the difference between nosy and curious? Yeah. <laughs> Let's not even get into it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see how we feel after we've gone through, in your case, you know, a quarter of yeah. a year right. to really assess, like, did I did I do something and what did I learn? Because I think resolutions, for me, if I'm going to name them as such, it's very important that I walk away with something that has allowed me to grow. Totally. You know, I think a lot of people do resolutions around weight loss, about better eating, better management of their money and everything. But I, and it's not that I don't have similar thoughts or feelings about it. I think because they're not growth focused specifically in the way they're worded. Yeah. Um, I have a tendency to kind of go, ooh, yeah. that's just a to-do. Right. But if you were to say, Marianne, I want you to examine what causes you to spend your money and I want you to practice restraint on spending your money and how does that make you feel when you restrain yourself from spending money that to me mm-hmm. is like oof, where the work comes in let's go yeah yeah I want to I want to get it I want to totally. I want to get the why behind like well, how am I feeding my need to to consume yeah kind of Right. And, and stuff. It's so, all about the hunt for me. But I'm not doing that this year. I'm not doing it. That's next year's goal. Next so year. this year, we're so. not going to restrain ourselves. Well, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for this. I'm excited for the podcast yeah, um, me too. to continue. We, um, It seems like life gets in the way a little yep. bit. Um, but um, I love getting to talk to you in this venue. And I love that people listen and are affected yeah. by what we're, learn- what we're teaching and what we're sharing. And yeah. so... Um, I look forward to what this year has in store for us. Me too. It'll All right, girlfriend, good. go home. Stop being in my house. Okay, I'll go home. <laughs> it's not 830 yet. <laughs> We've got two hours, so you're sending me home early. Is it, are you really going to stay till 830? No, I'm leaving. Oh, okay. All right. 
<laughs> All right, people. We look forward to being back with you soon. You yes. take care and have a great week. See you later. Bye.